You are about to listen to the S. Anthony Says Podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas. <laughs> you lucky bastards. All right, this is S. Anthony. Glad you came back. Ready for the next one? All right, here we go. Go! Well, hello, hello, my friends. This is the S Machine, the S Master General. That's right. This is the next episode, the current episode, the only episode that matters except all the other ones of the S. Anthony Says podcast. I am your host, S. Anthony Thomas, your friend, S. Anthony Thomas, the leader of the pack, S. Anthony Thomas. How's it going? I just want to confess something right now. This fantastic man that stands before you, who's actually not standing before you, you're listening to me in your car. Or in, your, or in your iPhone or whatever device you're listening to me on. This man that knows everything, who's an incredible, an incredible man, was once a complete idiot. Yep, I was an idiot. Yep, I admit it. I was once an idiot. And let me explain why. If you think about it, and sometimes I make fun of people who are, um, who blindly follow politics and I can understand how it happens, trust me, and I'll explain in a minute. Because the, po the politician will be saying things, and a person who's really, really informed, you know, like me, will look at that and go, <laughs> what? You know how many times I've watched talking heads on television, and they're actually spouting some crap that I know for a fact is not true, and I'm going, <laughs> you gotta be kidding, who's believing this? Oh God, people are believing this. When I was younger, I actually worked for a company that did polling for politics, and they did what I would what, what people call now push polls. And at the time I didn't know what a push poll was, but you'd call up someone and go, now, how would you feel about candidate A if you found out that on the weekends he skeet shoots infants? Hmm? How would you feel about it if you knew that he clubbed baby seals in the head? We're not saying he clubbed baby seals in the head, but if he did club baby seals in the head, you know, candidate A clubbing baby seals in the head, we're going to keep saying that until you associate clubbing baby seals in the head with candidate A. We're going to keep doing that because we, we, we know that you're kind of stupid, and if we say things, you're going to remember just the last thing that you hear. You know, the thing about candidate A clubbing baby seals in the head and skeet shooting babies. We're not saying he did it. We're just saying that, you know... If I had a baby or a or baby seal or a baby, I would not want candidate A to be anywhere near them. I'm not saying why. I'm just saying that if I had those two things or either one of those things, I definitely would not want candidate A near those things. And I definitely wouldn't want to vote for a candidate that clubs baby seals and, and, and skeet shoots babies. Okay, that was a bit of an exaggeration. We didn't actually say that. And quite frankly, when I found out, when I actually looked at the paper to see what they were having me call people to say, I went, I'm not doing this. You got to put me on sales because I, I am not calling anybody and saying this ridiculous because this is ridiculous. This is a lie. And they go, okay, um, we're going to put you on another project, Mr. Thomas. Because I wasn't calling people to do that bull crap. But the thing is, you can see people believing stuff like that. It happens all the time. You watch a certain news program and they'll say things that are blatantly false and patently false. And you see wacky dip. You know, see that what they'll do is they'll take a graph and they'll turn the graph upside down. So something that's actually advancing and going in a positive direction. If you just look at it quickly, it looks like it's going in a negative direction or they'll mess a pie chart up on purpose. No one messes those things up. They have to quadruple check those things. If it happens, it, somebody did that crap on purpose and they did that crap on purpose. But what happens is people believe that stuff, you know, they believe the product. 
And the product there is, I'm going to try to tarnish that political person. And that's the amazing thing. When you believe in the product, you will buy the product. When you believe in a product, you can sell the product, even if the product sucks. Because a lot of these political products suck. A lot of these political candidates, which I call political products, are horrible. They lie right to your face. You know, my uh, my opponent, blah, 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 blah. Wait a second, I didn't blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden they're arguing about crap that doesn't matter and not, you know, how to help their constituents. But I know what it's like to be, to buy into something that has no merit. And I'll tell you a little story. When I moved to California, I was just a kid. And I, I, you know, I figured just like everybody else to see, I'm funny. I moved to California uh, from the East Coast. Let's see, I get to California in August, August 31st. See, I should be starring in my own September 1st. I should be starring in my own hit sitcom. Get my first six Oscars, which is amazing because I'll actually be working in television, but I'll be so good they'll give me an Oscar anyway, even though that's for film. Yeah, see, I should be married to my first double supermodel. Ah, should have my first 116 million by then. Ah, yeah, yeah. I'll do 12 albums. Ah, yeah. Ah. And by December, I should I should be able to retire and and go to St. Barthes. Yeah, that that should that should be how 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 easy it is to become successful in Hollywood. That that's how because I'm a moron. <laughs> so I get to Hollywood and I'm thinking, you know, it, it really doesn't matter, man. I should just get a regular job. I'm only going to need the job for a little while. What difference does it make? I'm going to be an ultra star in three seconds. I'll just have this job for a little while, you know. I'll get, I'll be star of a tough 10 movies simultaneously, get 80 Oscars, and then everything will be great. So I take a sales job. And I'm happy because I'm in Los Angeles. And I know I'm not going to have this job for long, so I'm just going to just pour myself into it. Make, make as much quick money as I possibly can. No problem. And I work for a place that sells computer ribbons. And they come up to me, you know, um, our computer ribbons are incredible. And if you look at the regular ribbons, they work and they last a certain amount of time. But our ribbons last twice as long as their ribbons. And our ribbons, you know, actually only cost a little bit more than maybe 20% more, 25% more in some cases. So, you know, you should just go on the phone and read the script and be really enthusiastic. And you should be able to sell these ribbons. I mean, come on, twice the life. And, and <laughs> So I'm thinking, oh, this is pretty great, because at that time, I believed what people said to me. <laughs> uh, I thought people actually would, you know, tell you the truth most of the time, because <laughs> I was a jackass. So I'm on the phone calling these these places, and I'm using my, my natural comedic charm. I'm flipping these people. There are people there, and I'm sitting there going, wait a second. I mean, I just called, we, we really, uh, man, uh, you real nice and everything. But uh, we really like to prefer to buy our computer products local. I mean, you seem like a nice guy and all, but I think we're going to stick with the local. I said, you know what? Let me give you some information first, okay? I mean, believe me, I understand what you're doing regarding buying local. I mean, it's a little easier just to walk down the street to get something, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little easier. So, I mean, I'm, I said, before you, before you hang up on me, you know, let me just tell you this. Your ribbon's going to last a month, correct? You have 25 printers there. Now, if I can put a, a ribbon in your hand, that's going to cost maybe 25% more, but it's going to last twice as long. That would, that would make sense. That would be a benefit to you, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, I can see that. So listen to this. How about this? I get you a box of my ribbons out there. Normally, they'd be 12, you know, in the box. I put in six more. You'll have a total of 18. I don't really need... Well, hold it. 
This is what I'm going to say. You take the box in. You take one. You take a couple of your printers. You pull your ribbon out. You put my printer in your ribbon. You run it for the month. Now, mine is still going to be going. Yours is going to pop out, and mine is going to still be running and running and running. Now, if you can see for yourself that the ribbon's in your is, is in your building, you haven't paid any money for it yet. You'll be paying for it after you decide you want it, and you can see that I'm, I'm actually saving you money. I mean, that would be something that would be beneficial to you because we'll actually drop them right at your door, even though we're not local. I'll actually drop my ribbons on your front door. And what's more local than your front door? You trying to say your front door is not local? <laughs> that is funny. My front door is local. So what do you say? I'll get it out to you. We'll put you, we'll put you in a, a billing plan. You won't have to pay for anything up front. You run it for a month. You see that mine is still running. If you like it, if it's still going and still doing what it said, then you pay for it. How about that? You know what? I'll take one. And I kept doing that. People would pick up the phone. Look. I don't want no damn ribbons and nothing from no damn California. And seven minutes later, okay, Steve, not a problem. Because <laughs> you had to use fake names on the phone, which was hilarious because that was actually my actual name. I didn't have to change my name. And uh, yeah, I take it, no problem. Yeah, and if it's still gone, it's going to save me money. I'll take it. And I kept doing that, and it was easy and stress-free. Because I believed in the product. I believed that these ribbons could last twice as long. I believed I was actually saving these people money. I literally thought I was doing something nice for these people. And then one day everybody's leaving to go out. And I walk back in. And the guys in the back that verified the sales were talking. And one guy says to the other one, Man, I can't believe how many of these ribbons are going out, man. These fucked up ribbons, man. I mean, these ribbons ain't no better than the others, you know what I mean? You tell these jackasses that they last twice as long, fuck out of here, man. It's the same shit they buy. <laughs> you know, but there's so many dumbasses out there, they ain't gonna know anything. And I'm standing there, and they didn't see me there. And I'm going, oh. You know, I use, I mean, I use my little charm, my little humor. And I put these ribbons out there and there were people, there was a bunch of people buying these ribbons. I literally thought I was selling them something good. I literally thought I was actually saving the money. I thought I was doing something good. And then I found out, no, you, you were just a tool of a jerk off. You were the tool of somebody who was lying, specifically lying to these people, knowing that they were sending them inferior product. The simple fact that you turned out to be pretty good damn salesman made you just an effective tool for these people who didn't give a damn who could have probably figured out a way maybe to make a good product or to make a product that was that was comparable in quality but lower the price they could have done that just as easy as they could as making these bullshit products and scamming people but unfortunately now I needed the money so I tried my best to keep selling these ribbons, but the magic, the charm, the humor, everything that made me able to get people that were cursing on the phone to flip, smile, and be happy and look forward to the ribbons and not send them back because none of my stuff came back. Once you sell the ribbons, the person has to call and confirm. And if the person changes their mind between when they call and confirm and your sale, the sale comes back. But to me, it was important to build a relationship with the people when I sold them the ribbons because I believed in them. And I built a relationship with the people and none of them came back, which made me feel even worse. I believed in the product and I, and I was inadvertently fucking people. So I got the hell out of there. Now, when I think in terms of that, I think in terms of Washington, D.C. And even people in power when it comes to big corporations and, and, uh, and things of that nature. 
A lot of times you see people on the seeing people standing outside protesting, holding up signs, and they believe in the product. They believe this politician is telling the truth. They believe that there's no climate change. They believe that President Barack Obama, born in Hawaii, was actually born in Kenya. They believe this. They believe that. And it's amazing how much they buy into and believe the product. The only difference is, even when you put the facts in front of them, they don't change. The moment I found out that it was all bullcrap, the moment I found out that those ribbons were garbage, I got the hell out of there. I was open to the new information. I was open to going, oh my God, this is a lie. Oh my God, they use me to do something wrong. And I'm not going to be a part of it anymore. I believed in the product. But when new information came in, new information that I, that I, that I understood was the truth, I got the hell out of there. But when you see these folks, mm -mm. <laughs> even with the new information, they, they still want to buy into the product. It's important to believe in the product, but it's also important to have a good product. I mean, how would you feel if you were, say you were on a sports team, you know, and the coach comes out and goes, listen, guys, remember all that crap I said all season about how we have a chance in the playoffs? Well, we're going to be playing the Miami Heat with LeBron James, and uh, I got to be I got to be honest with you guys. Uh, we're going to get killed. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at you guys. You guys did a nice job. I, for, I'll be honest with you. I don't even know how we got into the playoffs. I mean, I mean, it has nothing to do with how good we are. It just means there's a whole lot of teams around in our division that suck because we stink. I mean, we stink. I mean, we actually have a smell. We stink. Okay? People can actually dance to us. That's how funky we are. We stink. We blow. There should be some. There should be a porno director behind us. That's how much we blow. Do you understand what I'm saying? So listen, um, you're going to go out there on the court... And you're going to try to win the game. Um, you really, really, uh, <laughs> you have no chance. So what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to have the assistant coach uh, come out during the game and call the plays. Uh, because right around maybe the end of the first quarter, the other team's going to start getting annoyed with you actually trying and not just giving up immediately. And then they're going to turn on the Jets and blow the doors off of you. And what's going to happen is um, the, 70, the people in the stands are, are going to go home. Uh, even though they're part of, they're actually going to be rooting for Miami. Uh, they're going to go home because we have no chance. Um, they're going to be laughing as they go home. Um, actually, I think the commentators are probably going to go home. Going, folks, we're uh, calling the game here tonight. We just called back to New York uh, to the head of the network, and he said it is okay if we just aim the cameras at the game and go home and spend some time with our family because, quite frankly, we don't like to watch this kind of carnage. Uh, these teams, this team actually sucks. Uh, Miami has to be here. We don't. Uh, so what I'm going to do, guys, as your coach, I mean, I mean, not your coach, because I'm not going to admit that I, you know, had something to do with this. I'm actually going to leave now. Um, uh, please don't look at me as I leave. Don't shake my hand and don't say, hey, coach, because I'm not going to answer to it because uh, you guys suck. Um, I, I'm probably going to quit. It depends on how much you get blown up. By. If you get blown up by more than 50 points, I'm going to quit uh, at the end of the season, uh, which for you will be very, very soon because you guys think. So I just want to say um, you guys blow and uh you know, go out there and waste your time. All right? Now, imagine if you were on a team listening to that. <laughs> you know? Imagine sending the soldiers off to war. Listen, um, brave brave dudes and ladies, um, I'm going to send you out there to, to a firefight. Uh, I just want to let you know that your, your, uh, your, uh, your weapons are fucked up and uh, you don't have enough ammo. 
um, your, uh, your equipment sucks, and uh, I really don't know what I'm doing. So um, I just want to say I'm sorry about that, and uh, give all you have. You know, but our fighting men and women would give all they have because they believe they are they're fighting for something. But when you see me in that in that ribbon place, I was fighting for bullshit. When you see people standing outside with protest signs, they're protesting for bullshit. And you would hope that people would not send our soldiers off to war for bullshit, but we already know that we had a president that did. It's always important to believe in the product, especially if the product is you. Because there was a point when I didn't believe in me. As hard as that is to believe. <laughs> you know, because everybody has moments when you have low self-esteem, you feel bad about yourself. You think you can't do anything. Oh, she'll never talk to me. Oh, come on, man. Oh, I don't look good enough. Oh, I can't achieve that. Uh, I can't have that. I can't be that. Shut the fuck up. Stop that shit. Because you're buying into bullshit to begin with. I found out I found out myself for myself um, when I actually attempted to do something good and really put my all into it. I got good results. All that shit from before where I thought I wasn't good enough. I couldn't do it. I, you're not smart enough. You're not good. All of those things that I found out that I thought that were part of my programming because of who I surrounded myself with was all bullshit. I believed in their product and their product was let's fuck with this guy because we can and I believed in the product. And then I went out into the world and started to, uh, applying myself to things. And some new information came in. And I knew that that product was bad. And the product here, and by the way, if you, this is a podcast, but I'm pointing to myself. This product is pretty damn good. So I'm thinking the same thing has got to be the case for you. I mean, first of all, you're listening to my smooth tones on this podcast. So you're obviously a very highly intelligent person. And I can't imagine anyone that would regularly listen to me can't be anything but highly intelligent, incredibly good looking, just a complete winner and someone who is very, very susceptible to an artist sucking up to his audience. Did I say that last one out loud? Did I? Did I? I probably shouldn't have said that last one, huh? Yeah, that kind of kind of. Div yeah, I was kind of sucking up to my audience because they've been kind of cool to me and I was. You know, I was, oh God, I'm kind of embarrassing myself. Yeah, I should probably just kind of kind of end this thing and then prepare for the next one because this is the Wednesday episode that's going to be going on. And, you know, maybe I should redeem myself in the Friday episode by not pandering to my audience. You know what I'm saying? Because the last thing I want to do is pander to you guys. You know, I respect you too much, damn it, to pander to you. You know, the fact that you're all brilliant geniuses who are better than everyone else. That has, no, I mean, I, I can say that and it's true. But you would be too smart to have to believe someone who was just pandering to you. The fact that I'm saying it and it's the truth, it just means it's the truth. <laughs> too much, huh? Really? Too much? Too much? It's like having like seven inches of, of, of icing on a cake. It's really too much. I just scrape some of that off and just say that I think you guys are cool and I appreciate you guys listening to me. I should just keep it at that and stop sucking up. I should do that. Yeah, that's what I thought. So I'll just stick with that. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the... Wednesday episode of the S. Anthony Says Conte uh, Contest. See, this is what happens when you don't get a lot of sleep. <laughs> I've, been running, I've been running around doing a lot of weirdness and taking care of a lot of people, and uh, I'm a little tired. I'm very tired. Huh, what? Who fell asleep? That's a lie. I'm wide awake. <clears throat> and
anyway, uh, this has been the Wednesday episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. I am S. Anthony Thomas. I want to thank you guys for stopping by. I will see you again on Friday. The home base of this podcast is santhonysays.podbean.com. The email address is the S. Anthony Says Podcast at gmail.com. And please follow me on Twitter at, at S. Anthony Thomas. And if you want to follow the uh, podcast, uh, Twitter, it's a, at S. Anthony Says. But I would suggest you follow both because I said so, damn it. That's right. Do what I say. See, now I'm going completely the other way instead of sucking up to you. I'm commanding you now, damn it. You do what I say. That's right. I'm alpha podcaster. You just, I'm alpha. <laughs> Much love to you all, folks. I appreciate you listening. See you Friday. That's Anthony out.